0: Welcome to the Unshamed Podcast. This is a space where we talk openly about topics that are typically seen as taboo in casual conversation. We want to remove barriers for people to share their stories without fear. Hi guys, welcome to the Unshamed Podcast. Um, Unshamed is sponsored by Zoe Community. And at Zoe, we want to help you to support someone in crisis pregnancy. Or if you're in crisis pregnancy, we want to help support you and help you figure out what the next steps could be and just create a listening space for you. Um, today on the podcast, we have Agnes Toth. Is that how you say your surname? Toth. Toth. Because she is not from Ireland. And. Um, uh, Agnes is a friend of mine. I've known her for not super long time. So I'm actually curious as to what she's going to say about her background in, in a minute. I know where she's from. I know some basics about her. Um, but Agnes, is um, you're a gynecologist obstetrician. And take it away. Tell us more about you.
1: Okay. Yeah,
0: where you're from and all that
1: good stuff. So I'm from Hungary. Mm-hmm. And I came to Ireland five years ago mm-hmm. to work. Uh, We had Phil Boyle at Neo Fertility. Oh, very cool. And we're helping subfertile couples to conceive the classic way. Mm -hmm. So we do everything we can to restore their fertility, Mm -hmm. which starts with figuring out what's wrong with it. Ah. And then finding root causes, we fix them one by one and we expect their Mm -hmm. fertility to restore and work properly.
0: So what kind of things would be
1: root causes that you have to figure out? So anything can impact your fertility. Mm -hmm. So if we're aiming at ideal or optimal health as a first priority, then fertility should restore as well at the Mm -hmm. end of the road. So it starts with everything like Mm -hmm. lifestyle and diet Mm -hmm. and sleep Mm -hmm. and relationships. Mm -hmm. and, uh, And then we're looking at hormone levels nutrient levels a lot of lab tests Mm -hmm. we do uh we're checking anatomy sometimes we refer for surgery Mm -hmm. and uh what we start with is we teach our clients how to be aware of their own fertility Mm -hmm. by asking them and helping them track the signs of their fertility Mm -hmm. and uh and once they see what's going on in their cycles and once us see what's going on in their cycles Mm. we can help them it's
0: really empowering to know about your body and to know like what's going on and not to just guess or have like your great-aunt so-and-so give you her two cents (laughs) 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 to be able to actually look and see the numbers and and to feel like you're kind of regaining maybe a little bit of control back and so many of these people feel out of control probably
1: absolutely yes yeah it empowers them
0: Yeah. What got you into the study of fertility and really just being um, obstetrician-gynecologist in the first place? You know, what got you into that? What got you excited about it? So. Okay. So that takes us back to medical school. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yes. We can go back. (laughs) We need like a harp sound effect that goes back in time or something.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So I want to do something where I feel like I'm needed and where my Talents are used for for the bigger good of yeah. other people, and mm-hmm. I wanted to do something where there was a lack of good experts doing the job. So yeah. I was considering surgery. I was considering pediatrics, but um, I've met a lot of good surgeons. I've met a lot of good <laughs> pediatricians, <laughs> mm-hmm. and in Hungary, where I come from, there was just a lack of good female gynecologists. Mm at that time. Now it's getting better so I would say female gynecologists are coming up to 15-20% nowadays. Okay that's better. They used to be under 10 at the time. Wow okay. So it looked like a good perspective and Mm -hmm. then after having finished medical school, after completing my board exam, after having my own two children was when I first heard of fertility awareness okay yeah. so if there's anybody out there who haven't heard of it mm-hmm. who hasn't been tracking their cycles mm-hmm. it's okay yeah i've been there oh yeah no i uh had no clue
0: about it until i started midwifery training about fertility awareness about that kind of thing and you know i our training was it was extensive but i mean there's a lot that i don't know about fertility awareness um i'm limited to Taking your temperature, cervical mucus, all that, those kinds of basics. But I'm just, I, before we recorded, I was hearing you talk about a few things that I'm really, really curious to ask about. But um, a lot of our listeners wouldn't be interested in, let's say, getting pregnant. They would be interested in not getting pregnant or. In just knowing their own bodies, understanding what th- certain things mean, and a lot of that can be intimidating and scary. And you see, like diagrams of someone checking their cervical mucus, and there's you're like, what is that? Is that peanut butter? Is that what is that between their fingers? Oh my gosh! Um, and so, could
1: you tell us more about how a woman can
0: track her cycles? How women can do that?
1: Yeah. So I know there's a lot of different methods out there, mm-hmm. and some of them involve internal examinations of yourself some yeah. of them uh demand loads of parameters to be taken which can be intimidating and yeah. some of them require you to actually get up the same time in the morning mm-hmm. at a very early hour to just take your temperature yeah. and uh, i'm not here to debate about which one's better but mm-hmm. There's a couple of things that we need to be clear about. So it's not the same as the calendar method. Uh, yeah. yeah. So we're not here to, to force any kind of statistics on you mm. trying to predict when you're supposed to ovulate right. and therefore when your fertility window should be open. Instead, what we teach people is how to be aware Of the changes in their cycle Mm. relying on cervical mucus signs Mm. if they wish to they can rely on their temperatures as well or other signs but the idea is that you have to know yourself your own body your own signs and Mm. track them Mm -hmm. in a chart in basically any kind of chart but the kind of chart we're using is very visual it's it uses good colors that will help you if you're visual, mm-hmm, I am. to to actually acknowledge what's going on in your cycles. Mm. And then instead of prediction, it would just follow your patterns and go with it. Mm. And if cervical mucus can be intimidating, <laughs> yeah. uh, you have to know that it's not being obsessed with mucus, it's mm. not in your mind all the time. Mm. But if you learn how to track it, then it will become second nature. Mm. So the idea of cervical mucus is that you check for it mm. every time you visit the bathroom, mm-hmm. before and after using it.
0: I've done that. I mean, I've checked mine before, and it's
1: very fascinating how much it changes during the month.
0: It you know? It does change a lot. Crazy.
1: But it can go on a subconscious level. So by the end of the day, all you need to know is based on your... Mental nodes throughout the day. Mm. Which one was your most fervor, more your most fertile sign of the day, and just chart that one at the end of the day. Oh, that's okay. all it takes. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then the science behind it is that you would experience cervical mucus whenever your estrogen levels are high. Okay, which happen to be high when you're growing a follicle, as that's where it's coming from. Oh, that's the egg that basically that's you when you're maturing an egg mm-hmm. and yeah. once you rupture that follicle so you release the egg the mm-hmm. estrogen will drop mm. and that will end the flow of mucus mm-hmm. and this helps you identify the last day of your stretchy clear or slippy mucus mm. and that's what is identified as your presumed day of ovulation each cycle okay now um. you're not out of the woods yet <laughs> yes yes because that's not the only day you could Get pregnant mm-hmm. as the egg will stay ready to be fertilized for maximum 24 hours. Mm. But if you have good quality cervical mucus before you release the egg, mm-hmm. good quality cervical mucus is able to keep sperm alive for a couple of days. Oh, yeah And that widens your fertility window from 24 hours mm. to a couple of days, mm. as okay. long as you have the fertile mucus.
0: And is that one of those things that you work with women on, like diet and things like that to change? Does that change your cervical
1: mucus, things like that? The biggest factor that changes cervical mucus is stress.
0: Really? Okay, ladies, are you listening to this?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm stressed out even thinking about it, okay? (laughs) Stress can dry it up completely. Really? So can dehydration.
0: Okay. Wow. Good to know. All right, well, that is one tidbit that is definitely useful. Um, One thing I'll ask you is this. Is it possible to prevent pregnancy through natural family planning? Like, how effective is that? I know it's one of those giant questions, and do you know a ton about that?
1: Yes, so there's a couple of uh, rules that you need to follow in order to expect an effective method. Mm-hmm. And the effectiveness would depend on your diligence in following those rules. That's true. So just like with the pill, which is said to be 99% effective if you're following all the rules right. that imply to mm-hmm. using it. But the effectiveness will drop to 91% at best if you're not following the rules. hmm in case of fertility awareness methods, the efficacy is uh, just like that mm-hmm. if you're following rules. Yeah. And if you're not following rules, then you're not following rules. Okay. And then you're not using the method. Yeah. It's just, it's
0: probably one of those things where fertility awareness is a bit harder to follow the rules than taking a pill every day, which is maybe why you would see many women getting pregnant using that method. Is that sort of what you're
1: saying? Or... It requires some kind of commitment, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and that probably makes it, it, it requires more compliance yeah. to follow it yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. But if you learn how to do it, the beauty of, of it all is that you will be aware of your fertility. Whereas if you take the pill, the pill will suppress your fertility. Mm-hmm. And even if you're looking for it, you wouldn't be able to find your pattern.
0: Right. Because it's the same dosage of hormone every day. Like if you're taking it, you know, as directed. Yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly. Um, Well, that is interesting. I know we were talking about before um, about taking your temperature every day and being really motivated. And this was before we recorded. But then you mentioned uh, there were different ways to um, track your... um, to track your fertility and that kind of thing that involved other devices and things. Can you tell me more
1: about that? Yes. So regarding the temperature, you don't really have to get up uh, at the same time every morning, Mm -hmm. take out your old-fashioned thermometer, Mm -hmm. put Mm -hmm. it on your arm, wait until it beeps, Mm -hmm. and record it before you would think about doing anything else. Mm -hmm. And if you have kids, if you have other commitments, it's close to impossible (laughs) to do that. yeah. Now there is a device. I'm not sure if I can say its brand name, but there is a device okay. that you can wear on your arm. Oh, throughout the night, mm-hmm. it's a sensor. Okay, so it senses your temperature throughout the night, mm. and what it requires is three hours of sleep. Oh. Okay. which most of us can accomplish.
0: Most of us, yeah. If you're not getting three hours of sleep, you have other problems going on in your life <laughs> that need to be addressed,
1: maybe, yeah. And then it will automatically pick up your lowest temperature, which oh. is what's required. Yeah. doesn't matter where you wake. Mm. And even if you're breastfeeding, and even if you're doing anything else, even if you're waking at a different time every day, mm. it would be able to detect your lowest temperature, mm. sync in with your app, mm. and detect the, the readings technology is amazing
0: yeah that is really cool do you know how effective that is and can you get that here
1: (laughs) it's very effective Mm -hmm. now the thing is that right now it's not available in europe Mm. or ireland it's available in the states okay and it's available in israel Mm. so there might be alternative ways to get it here Then if we have good friends in the States, they could
0: email, or not, sorry, email, they could mail um, us something. If you know someone. If we know someone. Okay. Well,
1: that's that's a good idea. And there are other devices available. Mm. If you're really, really committed, you Mm. can invest in those devices, Mm -hmm. which would work with urine samples. Oh, okay. Well, that's hardcore. Yeah. That is hardcore. Yeah. So you can actually analyze your own urine samples at home. Wow. It will give you a reading of uh, certain hormone metabolites. Mm. Okay, The breakdown product of your hormones exactly. from your urine, uh-huh. uh, from which you can make an uh, assumption about your estrogen levels mm. and your LH levels and mm. your progesterone levels.
0: And that you would have to do that um, for a few months to know your pattern. Is that what I'm saying? Because when it comes out in your urine is after the fact, so you would have to do that to get your patterns. Is that kind of how that works or... So they're real-time. Oh, they are. So you metabolize that so quickly that it can tell you,
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow, mm-hmm. our bodies are fantastic. That's For us, amazing. if we want to treat you, we need to see your patterns. But if you want to avoid a pregnancy, you don't need to wait months to get yourself uh, ready. Okay. You may need to learn the method. You need mm-hmm. to learn how to track yourself. Right. You need to be able to differentiate Cervical mucus from seminal fluid, for mm-hmm. example. Yeah. But uh, and you have to learn some rules and and other things, mm-hmm. which might take a cycle or two. Yeah. And I had showed you, so I stumbled upon this
0: app called Natural Cycles, that um, let me actually, I'm looking at it right now. I can say it because we're not selling this thing, and yeah, we're making no money from this, by the way, on this. Um, but it's a it's an app that you pay for. That's, um, supposedly, um, as effective as, as the pill, if you, if you do it correctly. Um, so they, it's an app that helps uh, track your cycles. They send you a thermometer. So it's a temperature taking thing. And, um, it seems pretty cool. It helps track things and, um, women can use it to prevent pregnancy or to get pregnant. Um, but we were talking about how that, again, just like any other method is only as good as what the work that you put into it. Exactly. So So
1: if it's purely relying on your temperature, Mm. then it would only work if you have regular cycles, Mm -hmm. if you have ovulatory cycles, Mm. if you're breastfeeding, if you're premenopausal, Mm -hmm. if you're in your teens it might not work
0: Mm. yeah so if you guys are interested in that thing then do check up on those caveats like the irregular cycle the breastfeeding all that kind of stuff
1: so So. even those breastfeeding even those having irregular cycles can benefit from fertility awareness Mm. but those methods would need to be dealing with cervical mucus as well Mm
0: -hmm. definitely um which leads me to my next question, how can, or what are the best ways to track your cycle if you've always been a regular, if you
1: just never have regular periods, what are some good tips for that? Start charting. The Start signs charting. of your fertility. <laughs> yeah. And then consult with someone who can actually interpret your chart.
0: Yeah, definitely. Cool. Last thing I wanted to ask you is, what are some red flags when it comes to cycle length and, you know... I've I've heard people ask, is my cycle too long? Is it too short? What are some red flags there that might indicate, you know, they might have ovarian cysts or something mm-hmm. going on.
1: So anyone's allowed to have an irregular cycle mm-hmm. occasionally, mm-hmm. as I said, stress might not yeah. just impact <laughs> cervical yeah. mucus, yes. it might also impact cycling. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, uh, if irregular is your regular, mm-hmm. then it probably needs medical attention Mm -hmm. unless you're breastfeeding your Mm. premenopausal Uh or just after puberty. Mm -hmm. And um, so we assume anywhere, anything shorter than 21 or anything longer than 35 days would need some form of attention. Okay. And um, especially if you already have fertility issues Mm -hmm. like infertility or miscarriages,
0: Mm
1: Because then we might be able to figure out what's going on and fix it for you. Okay.
0: Yeah. Well, that is good information. Thank you, Agnes. Uh, Anything else to add for our listeners that might help encourage them if they're scared or nervous about trying to figure out what's going on with their bodies?
1: Don't be scared. It's Mm. a beautiful thing. Mm -hmm. And if it was up to me, I would start educating teens Mm. in schools Mm -hmm. how to do this. To I be agree. part of the curriculum, it's just so essential. Mm-hmm. As I've seen people in clinics who had no clue what's going on with their bodies, they had they had some kind of infection and mm-hmm. all they had is a regular discharge in the middle of their cycle when they were most
0: fertile. Mm-hmm. Wow. Isn't it crazy how we can build up things in our heads or people can tell us things or just make us feel ashamed about
1: About that kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't require internal examination of Mm. yourself. You Mm -hmm. don't have to Mm -hmm. do any kind of internal examination.
0: Really? Wow. Cool. Well, thank you, Agnes, so much for talking with us. My pleasure. That's cool. Um, Guys, if you have any questions about your fertility, about um, anything that we didn't cover today, um, send us an email at unshamed at zoecommunity.ie. And um, I will forge a question onto Agnes, and she can help answer the best she can. Um, do you know if, off the top of your head, I know I just sprung this on you, but any website or trusted online source that maybe people could go to for info on fertility, or
1: they can come to our website, Neo Fertility, Neo Fertility, or they can download our app, which is the Chart Neo app, Chart Neo app. Oh, cool. And we can connect them with loads of fertility advisors who are Mm -hmm. out there ready Mm -hmm. to uh, teach them how to do this the proper way. Great.
0: Awesome. Well, guys, thank you for listening. And, um, again, any questions, send us an email, send us a a PM on Instagram. Um, And until next time, keep living unshamed. Thanks for listening to Unshamed. If you like this podcast and want others to be able to easily find it, like, subscribe, and share to your social media. You can find us everywhere you like to listen to podcasts. If you want to send us a message, email us at unshamed at